Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon. Welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, Vidal, the Shark CFO, Espinosa, and I am really happy to be here with you. On this Monday afternoon, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being present here with us. Um, it's a very, very nice day here where we are at. And um, I'm actually watching the ocean, looking at the ocean um, like every day for the last three months or so. And uh, it's really amazing. It's really amazing to see the differences on each day, how the ocean goes, whether sometimes it's very, like, very, very rough. Other days it's very calm. And today it seems to be very calm. Like, it's a very relaxed, easy, easy day. I hope that's the same way that your Monday is going. Uh, I hope that, and, and you're going you're gonna to hate me for this, but I think, I hope that every day of the week it's a Monday for you. Like you wake up and you have the desire and the wish and the energy to start your week, your week and uh, create new plans, follow with your goals, reach your goals and all that fun stuff. I actually love Mondays. I, uh, it's, so, it's, it's funny because, yeah, Saturday and Sunday, uh, we decompress. We do technically genuinely decompress, thanks to Jeff, because he actually drugs me uh, uh, to decompress, uh, move from business to family. And um, I've been doing that. Actually, yesterday, I did not have a cell phone with me. Uh, I actually left it in in my nightstand and i did not have a cell phone they somebody even asked me hey uh, do you mind watching this video and giving me your your opinion about it and um i, I like i have no cell phone i have no chayo like uh, uh anna georgia says chayo chayo that's that's what she calls the cell phone chayo i don't know why i don't know where it comes from uh, i have no freaking idea nor do understand her 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 language but we know that this little chingaderita and the remote control are called chayos. So, Ana Georgia, I had no chayo yesterday, so I'm sorry. And uh, that's, that's what you should do, have no chayo. And uh, we are actually in the last week of February of 2021. And things are going great. We are actually in the office starting our tax season, even though last week was the, the beginning of the official um, uh, opening of the tax season, we are actually starting this week to process tax returns for individuals and corporations and all that fun stuff. And uh, we're actually more than ready. We are ready for us to receive all your tax documents, uh, send them to Invictus, hyphenadvisors.com slash taxes, because this year we are 100% virtual. We are not having uh, meetings in person whatsoever. 
So we are not going to be able to shake your hand or kick your elbow or, uh, or, or fist uh, uh, bump any of our clients, unfortunately, or new clients. Everything's going to be done 100% remotely, electronically, online, face-to-face via Zoom or any other method of communication, but not in person. You know what? I believe that it's a little bit informal. I believe it's a little bit unpersonal, but this is for everybody's well-being. Unfortunately, this is where everything's going to. Nevertheless, we are not a machine that answers um, and press 21 for customer service, press 46 when you're in customer service to be transferred to this. Listen to our new messages because our options have changed. No, 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 no. We're not that type. You're just press one button and you either reach me or somebody else in my team. That's it. Full access. Now, you're going to talk to somebody, a human being, and we're going to be able to help you. People, people, be very careful with advertisings that are circulating out there that they can save you $10,000 or more in taxes. Hey, I can give you four tax strategies from my from 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 anywhere that will be able to save you more than $10,000. But there's a problem do you qualify for them? Oh, I can save you more than $10,000. Press here, get your quote here. Dude, you might not qualify for any of them at all. In order for you to qualify, either you must either have a business, a business, a true business, something that generates you revenue. I've seen some tax returns where people, tax preparers, they call themselves CPAs or enrolled agents, and they create Schedule Cs like businesses just to put expenses there. Where's your revenue? Be careful. Be careful what you sign in your tax returns because if you're not aware of that, or you claim you're not aware of that, it's on you. It's not on the tax preparer at all. You are responsible for those taxes. The tax preparer will be liable for a penalty for uh, inputting uh, wrong information, erroneous information. But in order for them to be uh, punished for tax evasion, because that's what it is, tax evasion, uh, you need to prove to, to the IRS that you had no idea. But the no idea goes away when you sign your tax return, when you sign that agreement, when you approve that tax return. So be very careful. Yes, I can tell you right now, one, the Augusta rule. Google it up, but you don't have a business. If you don't have a business, you don't qualify. You can put your kids in, in the payroll up to a certain amount. Social Security, Medicare, tax-free, and it doesn't tax you. They can save you a shitload of t- amount uh, of taxes based on the number of kids you have. 
But do you qualify? No, you don't. You might not qualify for that. So be very careful on which tax uh, planning they offer you or you apply for or don't do your taxes on your own. $4 million in refund, that will be amazing. But unless you prepaid $10 million in, in taxes, you might get a $4 million refund, but otherwise you won't, okay? So be very careful. And with that said, we are going to go into a very, 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 very interesting topic this week. We are going to cover how to price our product or service. Most of you out there, most of you out there, price your product by uh, the wind is blowing north, I'm going to price it at this amount. Or you know what, the, the, the wind is going, the wind is going this way, I'm going to price it this way. You know what, my competitors are pricing it at $1, so I'm going to give it 75 cents. That's good. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. What about your costs? Do you even know what's your, your margin on that? What's a margin? Dude, how are you pricing your products? How are you pricing your services? Are you a commodity? If you're providing a service, you're not a commodity. Stop with that. Because if you're providing a service and you are pricing yourself as a commodity, you're actually fucking us over to everyone that we provide a service. Because the cons consumers out there are going for us to be priced as commodities. And we are not commodities. Brain, a brain, it's not a commodity. Your years of experience are not a commodity. This shit, it is a commodity. But this up here, it's not a commodity. It's cost me a shitload of money, a shitload of time to know what I know. And I'm still learning. Every day I learn something new. Every day, every day I get uh, uh, things, uh, information uploaded into my brain that not everybody knows in my field. We strategize. Every strategy, every strategy has a cost behind it. So how do we price our products or services? What do you do to price your products or services? Oh, the uh, consultation for doctors are generally $20. Yeah, but my, my, my knowledge, my expertise don't grant you $20. I charge $2,000. Oh my God, you're super expensive. Well, go somebody else. Oh, but you, uh, you explain things differently than any other doctor. That's worth $2,000. Oh my God, but you're too expensive with somebody else. Oh my God, I've gone to five doctors and nobody has cured me, but you cure me in the first appointment, uh, but you're too expensive. Do you hear, do you, do you actually listen to yourself? 
Oh my God, uh, you never, you are the first consultant that has told me this and has been taking the time to explain to me this and this and this, and I actually understand you, but you're too expensive. Well, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, you are supposed to charge for the pains and, and problems that you cure from your clients. Well, I think you haven't been audited by the IRS because when you are, you'll see. And you'll come back running and knocking at my door and like, oh, can you help me? I, sh I should have spent this much instead of paying the IRS $100,000. Well, your pain hasn't been there until right now. Nevertheless, how do you price your product or services is your cha you charge for your product or services. It's one of the most important business decisions you make. Setting a price that is too high or too low at best limits your business growth. At worst, it could cause serious problems for the sales and cash flow. If you're starting a business, carefully consider your price strategy to start. Established businesses can improve their profitability through regular price reviews. When setting your price, you must make sure that the price and sales level you set will allow your business to be profitable. You must also take note of where your product or services stand when compared with your competition products, services. So this is going to help us build a price strategy and how to work out your cost, your costs and pricing to make sure your business is profitable. It also looks at different pricing tactics and changing your prices. Are you actually scared to charge your clients what you're worth if you're a service provider? If you do that, if you do that, you don't value your time, you don't value your knowledge, you don't value yourself, and it actually tells your client that you do not believe in what you do. Plain and simple. Oh, but I need to start a very, very low price so they can get to know me. I think that that's what you're trying to convince yourself so you can go out there and you're trying to know yourself, not, not your clients know you. You're not selling a coffee mug that you can go buy, buy in China for a dollar or less and sell it here for what the average price market is. You're not gasoline. Oh, the average price for gasoline is $4 a gallon right now in San Diego. So, so I'm gonna do it for 405. Oh my God, I'm so out of range. You are not a commodity, that's a commodity. And I'm focusing mostly on services because most of our clients are service-based. Most of you might be service-based. Now, if you do sell a product based on the quality, based on your brand, based on your own merits, that's how much you're gonna charge. Dude, come on, uh, where is it, here. Here's my briefcase, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, trying to be a show off. It's a Louis briefcase for my computer, right? It's made of plastic. It's plastic. It's not even leather. 
Okay. I don't remember how much I pay for it, but I could easily have bought a regular plastic briefcase for one twentieth of what I probably pay for this. It's plastic, but just the brand makes the difference. Difference between cost and value. That is right. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? So the difference between cost and value, it's knowing the difference between cost and value to increase your profitability. The cost of your product or service is the amount you spend to produce it, the cost. The price is the financial reward for providing the product or services. The value is what your customers believe the product or services is worth to them. I personally do not want to be carrying a just, just another plastic uh, briefcase. It's not that I'm, I'm seeking significance or it's not that I am uh, just pretentious. I, I really don't want that. I really don't care for that. Right? That's my perceived value on this brand. That's what your customers do. They don't perceive the value on maybe on the services that you're providing because sometimes also you don't believe in yourself. Now, how much does it cost you to provide that service or product to your clients? The difference between the cost and the price, that's your value, your personal value. That would be your profit, okay? To maximize your profit, you need to find out what benefits your customers from using your product or services. The criteria your customers use for buying decision. For example, speed of delivery, conversation, or reliability. What value your customer place on receiving the benefits you provide? Wherever possible, set prices that reflect the value you provide, not the cost. Do you have costs for the product or services you deliver? Oh my God, how do I do that? Very simple. Grab a piece of paper and or open an Excel sheet, a spreadsheet, right? Write down all the ingredients as if it was a recipe for you to prepare a dish. Write down all the ingredients that it's utilized for you to deliver that product and or produce, sorry, to deliver that service or produce that product. For this mug, we utilize 100 grams of uh, ceramic, one ounce of paint, da 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 Every single ingredient we utilize to manufacture this mug. Don't forget to include, don't forget to include the time or labor. Ah, that's how you determine the cost for your product or services. 
Okay, so I'm going to prepare tax returns. I have to first request documentation for client. How long does that take me? 15 minutes. Review all documentation received from client, another 15 minutes. Uh, start the system, da da, da 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 Like every single step, every single ingredient that I'm going to utilize for us to prepare a tax return. Now, I then go and value those times, because we're utilizing times, based on the level of difficulty or based on the level of people that are going to be in my staff doing those tasks. That's how I value, that's how I determine the cost. That's how I determine, yes, my fixed costs versus my variable costs. I need to understand this too. My fixed costs, what are they? The ones I know that I'm going to have every single freaking month, every month, and they're fixed. Obviously, my electric electricity bill, my telephone bill, my internet bill, some of those are a little bit variable, but I know that I'm gonna have them and I know an average. Utilize that, okay? But the first and foremost thing that you need to do is determine the cost directly associated with probably manufacturing this mug and or delivering the service for the tax returns. That's your cost, okay? That's your cost. Don't forget about your fixed costs. You should have a value, you internally in your business. You are running your business. Sometimes it's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not gonna pay myself. Whatever is left, I'll pay myself. That's not a business. You're not making money. You ain't making money there. Add a payroll salary amount that you wanna draw every single freaking week or month so you can add that into the cost. You're not working just for whatever is left. You are not working for whatever is left. Oh, but you've said that you are not supposed to be the most expensive employee in the company. That's not being the most expensive company of the company. Listen, at the end of the day, you are being the most expensive employee in the company because if you are hands on, fully on your company and not letting everybody else do what they're supposed to be doing, your team and you're micromanaging, you're costing the company a shitload of money. That cost, it's associated to your value. But at the same time, if you're not drawing a salary or a stipend every single month, you're just taking whatever is left, dude, People are working for more than you are in your company. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. Cost plus versus value-based pricing. These are two basic metrics of pricing your product and services. Cost plus and value-based pricing. The best choice depends on your type of business. What influences your customers to buy and the nature of your competition? Cost plus basis uh, pricing. This takes you the cost of producing your product or service and adds an amount that you need to make a profit. This is usually ex expressed as a percentage of the cost. 
It is generally more suitable for businesses that deal with large volume or with operations in marketing uh, uh, dominated by competition. For example, this month. This month is a cost plus basis. Uh, the, the cost is $1. Uh, the average is probably, I'm going to mark it up 20%. So I'm selling it for $1.20, $1.50. Because I'm selling it at wholesale. I might be selling millions of these mugs. But when it comes to this briefcase, the cost of producing this briefcase would be, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100. Let's say that's $100 of producing this briefcase. But just because of this little chingaderita here in the front, this is going to be value-based because it's the perception that the clients that get that brand give it to it, a value-based. And their value, they can actually charge three, four, five thousand dollars for that shit. Do you see where I'm coming from? Are you valuing or are you pricing your service? based as a commodity or based on what you solve. Oh my God, if that's so simple for you to do, you're just inputting numbers into a database to prepare my numbers. No, not. Yes, you are. You're just inputting checks into your database and they're being classified. Uh, do you know how to classify them? Do you know how to classify them to maximize their tax deduction? Are you just preparing a, a tax returns by data, uh, entering data and the system does it for you? Really? Do you know the tax code so you know where to actually input it into the tax return so you can maximize those tax credits or maximize, maximize those deductions? You need to understand that. How to build a strategy. You need to decide whether to use cost plus or value-based pricing. It is important to find out what your competitors offer and what they charge. If, your phone, if you phone your rivals and ask them to quote, you can use this information as a framework. It's probably, probably unwise to set your prices too much higher or lower without a good reason. If you price too low, you will just be throwing away profit. If you price too high, you will lose customers, unless you can afford uh, uh, to lose them, or you can offer them something that they can't get anywhere else. The perception of your product or services, it's also important. In many markets, a high price contributes to the perception of your product as being a premium value. This might encourage customers to buy from you, or it might deter price conscious customers. It all depends on what type of customers you want. We are turning away clients as we speak. We're turning away clients after an interviews with me. We just had one this weekend, last Friday, before we went on our weekend, he called or they called to request extra hours of consulting for no fee. I'm like, dude, based on what you're telling me and based on what we've experienced with you, 
You are not at this range. You need this. And I am not going to give you my knowledge for free. I give my knowledge for free to whomever I decide. You need a lot of help. That help, it's expensive. Knowledge, it's expensive. Lack of knowledge, it's more expensive. And it all depends, again, on how you're perceived individually on your own. Value pricing versus cost plus pricing. Whatever pricing you set, check that they cover your costs and delivers a profit. Okay, so next next couple of days, we're gonna be uh, discussing different pricing tactics, how to set the pricing and all that fun stuff. But remember, pricing is so you can sell. If you sell yourself at the beginning really low, it's going to be very difficult to become what you want. You must set real and realistic goals, okay? And it's going to be close to impossible to price from a plastic briefcase to this type of briefcase. It's going to be close to impossible unless you spend a shitload of time and a shitload of more convincing, okay? But you can only do that by adding value to your product and or services. Add value to your product or services. So today we're gonna end up today's uh, show with a quote from Angie Hicks. And she's the founder of Angie's List. I don't know if you use it, if you're in the US. So she said, know what you bring. Know what you don't bring and build a team that covers everything you need. Wow. Know what you bring, know what you don't bring, and build a team that covers everything you need. It's been great seeing you today. I hope you, could, I hope you have a good afternoon. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.